Welcome to the podcast for Salem Baptist Church, where the senior pastor is Reverend Dr. Selwyn Q. Bacchus. Salem is located at 3131 Lake Street in Omaha, Nebraska, 68111. This podcast has been created as a mobile companion to your engagement with Salem. Whether you use it to listen to a service you are unable to attend or to revisit a sermon, we pray that this podcast will serve as a source of motivation and connection to a word-centered and spirit-led church that cares about your journey. Be sure to turn on your alerts as we deliver a variety of content to you. Don't miss out on church services, interactive Bible studies, and special interviews all here on Salem's podcast. Share the podcast with a friend or family member. Listen as you have your morning coffee, daily exercise, or travel to work. No matter when you are listening, we pray this episode blesses you.
Good morning, this is Pastor Selwyn Kubakis coming to you from the sanctuary of the Salem Church in the wonderful city of Omaha. We want to welcome you into this worship experience on today. We are so grateful that you've joined us in worship, that you've decided to share and participate in worship with the Salem Baptist Church. We thank you for being with us on today and believe this worship experience will be a blessing to you on today. Let's go to the Lord in prayer even now. Lord, we thank you and praise you for this privilege to worship you on today and to lift up your holy and righteous name. We pray now, God, in the name of Jesus, that you would be with us here in this sanctuary and with those who are sharing with us in worship all across this city, all across this state, and all across this nation. We know, Lord, that the sanctuary is where the saint is. And so, God, we know that you are with them wherever they might be. And so we invoke and invite your presence to be with us on today as we worship you in spirit and in truth. And we ask it all now in Jesus' name, amen. We praise God today that our music and fine arts ministry is going to lead us further in worship.
come to the moment in our worship experience where we can collectively go to the Lord in prayer. We want to remember those who are on our prayer list. We want to remember our civil leaders at both the national, state, and local level. We want to remember those specifically who are part of our church family, Sister Tony Bryson, Sister Marilyn Devers, Sister Martina Henry, Sister Marilyn Johnson, Sister Wanzetta Payne, Sister Cheryl Secret, Brother John Gregory. We want to remember those who are bereaved, Sister Jessie Winfrey and the loss of her brother, Lewis House III, Sister Marlene Finley and the loss of her sister, Kathleen Renee Finley, as well, Reverend Dwayne Hawkins and the loss of his uncle, Emmett Hawkins, Sister Carol Jean Prince and Brother Thomas Prince Jr. and the loss of their father, Thomas Prince Sr. As well, Deacon Carl and Sister Ann Christian and the loss of her brother, Calvin Cushion. We want to remember to lift them all in prayer. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. Again, Lord, we are thankful for the privilege and opportunity to go to you in prayer. Lord, your word declares that because of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, the middle wall of partition has been torn down. And so as a result, we can come boldly to you with our prayers. But first, Lord, we want to just thank you for being who you are. Thank you for your consistency and your character, the love and faithfulness that you display to us each and every day. And as we go from day to day, we thank you that your mercies are brand new. And so, Lord, we just thank you for who you are. We come to you, Lord, knowing that we've not done all that you have commanded us to do. And there are things that we've done that you declare that we should not do. And so, God, we come asking that you would forgive us of our sins. We thank you, God, for the many blessings that you bestowed upon us many that we did not deserve and yet with your kindness and your grace you looked upon us and poured out your blessings in our lives and God we are grateful and Lord we lift those to you whose names have been called on this list today Lord we pray that you would meet them at their point of need you know everything about them God and so you're able to address their need better than we ever could we pray God that you would meet them where they are pray God that you would allow them to feel your presence and your undying love Lord we pray collectively for the Salem church and for churches all across this world that are yet serving and leading in light of the crisis that we face we pray, God, that you would bless pastors, church leaders, and churches in a marvelous way. We pray that this would be a time that allows those who don't know you to turn to you in faith and lean and depend on you. As always, God, in the midst of this pandemic, we pray for those who are serving your people in the healthcare professional and in those essential careers. We pray, God, that you would give them strength that you would give them direction, that you would give them everything that they need. Lord, we lift these prayers to you, 
and we lift them because we are confident that you are a prayer hearing and prayer answering God and we ask it all now in Jesus name amen and amen we want to take a moment for all of those who are watching and sharing with us in this worship experience we want to say especially thank you to our mothers on today for the wonderful job that you've done sowing into our lives and making our lives what they are and what they should be you are special to us and we want to express our gratitude to each and every one of the mothers that are viewing on today or listening on today and say to you this is your day and we are grateful for all the sacrifices that you make as well we want to remind our seniors our Salem seniors that this afternoon at 1 p.m. through 3 p.m. we have a personal protection starter kit for you that you could just come drive uh, through the circle at the church and pick that up I'll be so glad to see you we'll be waving at you letting you know how much we love you and how much we care for you once again we plead for your patience as we are preparing and planning to reopen in the coming weeks Again, please be patient with us. We want to make sure that when we return, that we do so in a safe and secure manner. And so we're moving forward with abundant caution. We'll be giving some of the plan to you in the coming days and weeks. So again, please be prayerful with us and be patient with us. As well, we thank you for your continued stewardship and giving and support of the operations and ministry of the Salem Baptist Church. Your stewardship has been outstanding. We remind you that you can continue to give by mailing your tithe and offering to the church here at 3131 Lake Street, Omaha, Nebraska, 68111. You can drop off your tithes and offerings from nine to five, Monday through Friday. Here at the church office, there is a secure box uh, that you can put your tithes and offerings in. As well, you can give through the church web website through PayPal, through Givelify, the app on your phone, as well as through Venmo. So again, we applaud you and thank you for your faithfulness in your giving and in your stewardship. And we plead that you would continue to do so, that church can continue to operate and do ministry uh, in the life of the Salem Church. God bless you and God keep you. Thy music and fine arts ministry is going to come back and lead us further in worship.
everything I need He lets me rest in the meadow's grass And He leads me beside the quiet stream He restores my failing health And He helps me to do what I him the most that's why I'm safe that's why I'm safe that's why I'm safe safe in his
that you would turn in your Bibles or on your tablets, your devices to the Old Testament book of Exodus, Exodus chapter 2, beginning at verse 1. Exodus chapter 2, beginning at verse 1. And the word of God reads, And a man of the house of Levi went and took as wife a daughter of Levi. So the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a beautiful child, she hid him three months. But when she could no longer hide him, she took an ark of bulrushes for him, daubed it with asphalt and pitch, put the child in it, and laid it in the reeds by the river's bank. And his sister stood afar off to know what would be done to him. Then the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river. And her maidens walked along the riverside, and when she saw the ark among the reeds, she sent her maid to get it. And when she opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the baby wept. So she had compassion on him and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call a nurse for you from the Hebrew women, that she may nurse the child for you? Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. So the maiden went and called the child's mother. Then Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this child away and nurse him for me, and I will give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed him, nursed him. And the child grew, and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. So she called his name Moses, saying, because I drew him out of the water. The Lord's word is blessed. I want to talk today for a few minutes by the help of God and the Holy Spirit from this simple subject, a model mother. A model mother. It was Rudyard Kipling that indicated the importance of mothers in our lives. Kipling is quoted as saying, God could not be everywhere and therefore he made mothers. Now I have to admit that I do not agree with Kipling's theology because the truth is God can be everywhere. As a matter of fact, God is everywhere. That is one of his immutable, unchallengeable, and unchanging characteristics. It is the theological concept of God being omnipresent. And yet even though I do not agree with Rudyard Kipling's theology, I agree, we agree with the intent of his statement in which he was seeking to communicate the importance of mothers in the lives of their children. 
And although mothers are not God, there are roles and parts that only a mother can play in the life of a child. Mothers are not God, but they have the opportunity to display godly character to a child like no one else can. The, ro the role of a mother has an immeasurable impact on the lives of their children. And so to the mothers on today, we want to commend you. We know that you do so much with so little. We thank you for making leftovers, leftovers taste like a catered banquet. We thank you for the medicine that seems to be stored in your lips because a mother's kiss can soothe a scrape and ease a bruise and alleviate almost any pain. Mothers, we applaud you. We are grateful that you, you sacrifice so your children can have more. You labor so that your children can reach their dreams. You keep on grinding so your children can have an even better life than you had. Mothers, we bless the Lord for you because you hold us when we've bumped our head up against life, even when you told us to do better and be better because you are there for us when all other human help has disappeared and you help us heal the broken heart that life has shattered by disappointment. Mothers, we celebrate you on today because you believe in us when the world has constantly berated us with negative news and negative noise. We celebrate you because you set high standards that motivate us to excel and accomplish what the world has said was impossible. We celebrate you because you've nurtured the greatness within us. You, we celebrate you because you are the fuel that keeps our engines running even when we want to give up. Mothers, we praise the Lord for you because other than the Lord, you do more to mold us and shape us and send us into our future than anyone we can imagine. Now, to the brothers who are listening, I know I'm pouring out a lot of accolades on the mothers today, and yet you know that the mothers who are on their jobs and holding it down deserve our accolades on today. Listen, you know, if they're changing diapers and washing clothes and cooking dinner and cleaning house and working a job, you know if they are holding it down, they deserve for us to celebrate them on today. Oh, yes. Listen, back in the 80s, the perfume commercial would say, listen, I, I can bring home the bacon, fry it up in a pan and never, ever let you forget you are a man. And listen, if she's doing all that, we need to take a minute to give the mothers a shout out on today. A shout out that the mothers who are listening and watching on today uh, need to be, we need to give them a shout out and we need to give them all the love they need. Oh yes, we need to uh, shout out to our mothers on today and a special shout out to our single mothers. Those past, present, and future it's hard enough to raise children when you have a little help, and yet so many have to do it on their own, whether the father is involved or not. And even if baby daddy is nowhere to be found, you keep on pushing and pressing and moving forward. 
And you play roles you were not intended to play, but you make it work. And I want to use the words of the old urban poet Tupac Shakur. You are appreciated. And to all of the mothers past, present, and future, this is your day. And we applaud you and we are thankful for you especially for those good Christian mothers. You've encouraged us. You've inspired us. You've cheered us. You've helped us. You've pushed us. And most importantly, you introduced us to Jesus Christ and you prayed for us. When no one else was praying for us, you prayed for us and lifted us to the Lord. Whether we were in school or in jail or in, on the corner or in the wrong place or the right place, you prayed for us. And for many of us, it was the Lord's help and mother's prayers that have kept us here and alive. And so mothers, I want to tell you today, we praise the Lord for you and we appreciate you. Understand, godly mothers mirror the attributes of the Lord. They do their best to display the qualities, characteristics, and actions that line up with who the Lord is. And we see one of those godly mothers on today. We see a model mother in Exodus chapter 2. A, mother's, a, 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 a mother whose son will change the course of the nation of Israel and to a degree the course of all history. We don't learn her name here in Exodus chapter 2. But we do learn her name in Exodus chapter 6 verse 20. Her name is Jochebed. Jochebed is a remarkable woman. She's an extraordinary woman and yet her station in life is not exceptional. She does what she has to do under the conditions she faces. And that's true of many mothers that we love on today. Their names may not be on the front page of the newspaper. And their name may not be up in lights. But listen, they do a remarkable job of raising children and families, even though the conditions may be mundane and ordinary. And so we see on today this model mother by the name of Jochebed. We see, first of all, this model mother, she provided protection. Now to understand this clearly, you have to look at the context of Jochebed's life. You see, Jochebed provided protection for Moses. And she provided that protection under adverse conditions. Verse 2 of Exodus chapter 2 tells us that Moses was born. But chapter 1 really describes for us the conditions under which Moses was born. When you get some time, you should go back and read chapter 1. You see, the children of Israel were in bondage in Egypt, that North African country that at the time of the text was the most powerful kingdom on the face of the planet. And they had for centuries enslaved the children of Israel. And listen, it was because a pharaoh, a king in Egypt arose that do, did not know the patriarch of Israel, Joseph. And understand, family of God, he, they enslaved the children of Israel. And understand, he became afraid because they began to multiply. And he is afraid that at the rate they are producing children, that they might have a coalition with another country and overthrow the Egyptians. So the king of Egypt has a cruel plan to assure the Israelites will not continue to multiply. 
the king institutes a political policy that the midwives who assist in the birthing process of the Israelites would let the female children live and kill the male children. But the Bible lets us know the midwives would not consent and agree to this policy. And the king hears of this and institutes another policy. Every Hebrew male child that is born is to be thrown into the Nile River. And as a result, will be will drown in the river. And so when you read Exodus chapter 1, you will see the king's policies did not work. Exodus chapter 1 verse 20 says the people multiplied and grew very mighty. And so that is the backdrop for Jochebed giving birth to Moses. The king's policy says that Moses should have been killed at birth or thrown into the river to die. And yet the Bible lets us know that Jochebed risked her own life to protect the life of her son, Moses. Listen again to the word in verses 1 and 2 of Exodus chapter 2. And a man of the house of Levi went and took as wife a daughter of Levi. So the woman conceived, the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a beautiful child, she hid him three months. This act of faithful protection is so remarkable that the writer of Hebrews and Hebrews chapter 11 verse 23 includes Jochebed and Amron, the father of Moses, uh, in what some would call the hall of fame of faith. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 23 says this, by faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child. And they were not afraid of the king's command. Listen, this mother refused the command of the king. She risked her life and the life of her family to protect Moses. You see, she was not selfish. She was selfless. You see, there was potential that Moses, there was the potential that Moses would be found. And if that happened, Jochebed and her family would surely be punished. And yet this mother and father could not stand by and not protect their son from certain death even before he started to live. Oh yes, family of God, that's a model mother. A mother who provides protection for her children. A mother who makes every effort to protect them mentally, physically, and most importantly, spiritually. A mother who may not be able to do everything but a mother that does everything she can to protect her children. Listen, I told you earlier that mothers mirror what the Lord wants and desires and does for us. And many of us can testify that the Lord has used our mothers to protect us. But the Lord protected us most when we were in danger, when we were lost, when we had strayed away, it was the Lord that protected us. When we had turned our back on the Lord and his church, when we were trying to do everything on our own, when we had rebelled from the faith, it was the Lord that protected us. When we were in our lowest valley and experiencing our darkest midnight, when we were at the end of our rope, it was the Lord that protected us when we had tried everything else and the Lord even had to protect us from ourselves it was the Lord that protected us 
The psalmist says it this way in Psalm 124. If it had not been for the Lord on our side. I want to tell you today, thank God for mothers who protect us, but thank God for a God who is able to protect us. And so a model mother provides protection, but this model mother as well uh, took seriously her preparation. Jochebed had protected Moses even at the risk of her family being punished. And yet she knew that as Moses was growing and maturing, the time would come when hiding him would no longer be a possibility. And so Jochebed begins preparing for Moses to live. She would not be satisfied with letting her son's future amount to nothing. And so she begins to prepare for the next season in her son's life. Again, it says, a man, a man of the house of Levi went and took, uh, took as wife a daughter of Levi. So the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a beautiful child, she hid him three months. But when she could no longer hide him, she took an ark of bulrushes for him. For him daubed it with asphalt and pitch, put the child in it and laid it in the reeds by the river's bank. And his sister stood afar to know what would be done to him. Listen, Jochebed put a plan together and prepared to put that plan into action. She put together a little ark for Moses. She made sure that it was waterproofed and would not sink in the river. She secured Moses in the ark and sets him afloat in the river but she prepared family of God because the Bible says a part of her plan was to have his sister Miriam watching to see how things progressed she was as prepared as she could be but with all of her preparation she was putting her child on the river on the Nile River where one wave could have overturned this little handmade ark the river where harm could have come to her beloved son and yet family of God, I don't believe that the only preparation Jochebed made was to construct that little ark and waterproof that ark and send Miriam to watch from afar. I believe that Jochebed prepared in other ways. I believe she prayed by prepared by strengthening her faith. It doesn't say it in the text on today, but I just believe that Jochebed spent some time praying as she was preparing. You see, this was a faith-filled, prayer-lifting, prayer-prepared mother. Let me say it this way. In my mind's eye, I believe that preparation met prayer and faith on that river. And when preparation meets with prayer and faith, it is an equation that gets God's attention. You see, with all of the planning and preparing we do, there are some things that only the Lord can bring to pass. But he can only do it if we are ready and if we believe and if we pray. And look what happens, family of God, because the Lord rewards Jochebed's preparation, her faith, and her prayers. Look at the word of God beginning at Exodus chapter 2 verse 5. It says, Then the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river, and her maidens walked along the riverside. And when she saw the ark among the reeds, she sent her maid to get it. And when she opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the baby wept. 
So she had compassion on him and said, this is one of the Hebrews' children. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, shall I go and call a nurse for you from the Hebrew women that she may nurse the child for you? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, go. So the maiden went and called the child's mother. Then Pharaoh's daughter said to her, take this child away and nurse him for me and I will give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed him and the child grew and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter and he became her son. So she called his name Moses saying, because I drew him out of the water. Look at the Lord, child of God. The king's daughter sees Moses, takes him in as her own and pays Jochebed to nurse her own child that was supposed to be dead. That's the testimony for many of us here uh, and are listening on today. Listen, left to our own and left to the world and left to the inequities of this world, we would be dead. Oh, but we had mothers that prepared us and had faith and prayed for us. And as a result, even though we should have been dead, we're still here. Even though the statistics say we should be behind bars. Listen, we're still worshiping on the day. And even though those others had counted us out, the Lord kept bringing us back in. And that's because the Lord prepared us and our mothers and parents prepared us for what God had down the road. And so yes, a model mother provides protection. A model mother took seriously preparation. But last but not least, a model mother sees the possibilities. Listen, Jochebed did what it took to protect her son. She prepared the things necessary to escort him in the next season of his life. And it was because she saw the possibility of what Moses could become. She saw something special in him. Verse 2 says, uh, she, so the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a beautiful child, she hid him three months. You see, Moses was beautiful to Jochebed. And I don't think this was simply a physical beauty, but the beauty of what Moses could be. Now, she did not know at his birth that the Lord would commission him and meet him at a burning bush and make him the leader and liberator that would emancipate and free the Israelites. But she saw the possibility in him. She didn't know at his birth that he would, by the word of the Lord, call ten plagues on Egypt, but she saw the possibilities in him. She did not know that he would raise a staff of leadership that was in his hands and the waters of the Red Sea would stand up and allow the Israelites to go over on dry land, but she saw the possibilities in him. And I'm so grateful for mothers who see the possibilities in us. Mothers who see our potential. Mothers who see the promise in us, even when we don't see it ourselves. We should be grateful for the mothers who see the budding greatness that is maturing within us. For mothers who encourage us and support us. Mothers who inspire us and motivate us. Oh, thank God for those mothers that see the possibilities in us. But most importantly, family of God, I'm grateful for a Savior who sees the possibilities in us. 
You see, when the world sees trash, he sees a masterpiece in the making. When the world sees someone who is worthless, he sees someone who's priceless. When the world sees a failure, the Lord sees our future successes. When the world sees us fall, uh, he sees that we will rise again. When the world says that we're going nowhere, the Lord sees our destiny and our destination. I'm so glad that we have a God who sees our possibilities because when the world counts us out, the Lord still continues to count us in. Do I have a witness today? That's why I love what Jeremiah 29, 11 says. It says, for I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. And plans to give you a hope and a future. Do I have a witness today? Thank God uh, for model mothers. Uh, but I thank God uh, for a God who loves us in spite of our past uh, and in spite of our present. Uh, uh, he's more than able uh, to see the possibilities uh, of our future. Do I have a witness today? Uh, yes, Lord. Uh, that's why I love the words of the song. Yes, Lord, that Warren Sapp penned a few years ago. It says he saw the best in me when everyone else could only see the worst in me. He sees me for what I can be. Do I have a witness? And I need to know, uh, is there anybody here who's watching on today? Is there anybody here who's listening on today who can declare, I'll give the Lord some praise because he didn't give up on me. He saw my possibilities. He saw what I could be. When the world took their hands off of me, the Lord put his arms around me. Can I get a witness? Is there anybody here who can declare today, I'm glad I'm not what I used to be. I know I'm not what I should be. But because of the Lord, I'm on my way to where he wants to take me. Do I have a witness? You ought to thank him today that he didn't give up on you, that he didn't leave you alone. The old saints would say, he walks with me and he talks with me. He tells me that I am his own. And the joy we share as we tell it there, none other has ever known. You ought to thank him today. You ought to praise him today because he saw the best in you. He saw the possibility in you. 
He saw the potential in you and he didn't give up when others gave up. Tell him thank you. Tell him thank you. Tell him thank you. Tell him thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Mother's Day for model mothers. But we thank God we have a God today who protects us, who prepares us. God who sees our possibilities. He sees in us what we can't even see in ourselves. And if you're here today, if you're listening, if you are watching, I want to let you know that the Lord sees great possibilities in you. If you're not saved today, he sees the wonderful possibility of making you his child, giving you life, life abundantly, and life eternally. And the Bible reminds us you can receive the free gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. Romans 10 reminds us, if you believe in your heart, confess in your mouth with your mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that he died for the sins of the world, that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. And so we invite you even now to receive salvation through Jesus Christ. Or if you're listening or watching on today and you're saved, but for whatever reason you don't have a church home, you don't have a church family, we invite you to become a part of the family of faith here at the Salem Baptist Church. You have the opportunity right now, if you wish to be a part of the Lord's family and the Salem Church family, you can call our phone at 402-455-1000, option three, and there will be someone waiting to hear your voice, to pray with you, and to receive you in the family of faith. We offer Christ to you even now. Why don't you give your life to the Lord in this moment.
we hope and pray that you have made that decision to give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ on today once again to all of our mothers we want to say to you happy Mother's Day we are grateful for you thankful for all that you do you deserve our accolades on today hope and pray that you have a wonderful Mother's Day that your family will celebrate you in every way possible again we're grateful for your presence and joining us in this moment of worship from the sanctuary of the Salem Baptist Church in the wonderful city of Omaha we pray that you would have a blessed week and we know that God will be with you every step that you take please share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ with whomever you might encounter in your journey this week in just a few moments on WOWT our word for your walk broadcast will be airing please please join us there as well let us pray and receive the Lord's benediction again Lord we are thankful for our mothers on today how you have blessed us through them we pray your continued strength wisdom and guidance for each mother on today that when they feel as if they want to give up that you would give them the strength that they need to make another day's journey and we thank you God for the privilege today to worship you to join with those who are the church scattered and sharing and worship with us virtually in their homes and on their jobs and even as they travel we pray your blessings upon them only as you can and now unto him who's able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before his glory with exceeding great joy to the only wise god be glory dominion and power both now and forever and the people all across this city all across this state all across this country and even across the world said together amen and amen we yet believe the best season of your life is just ahead. <laughs>